Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Antonio Brown, AB. I'll name drop. Why not? It's what we do. <laughs> We met A.B. early on in his career. He even tried to convert us into being Steeler fans. And we liked him so much, we thought about it. We're like, yeah, you know what? They had a a real great cast of young players at the time. Danny G, true story. Big Papa, what's going on? True story. How you guys doing? Hello. True story. By the way, it's uh, not Lorena. It's it's Ryan. Oh, hey, Ryan. What's up? <laughs> Ryan, Danny G, Dan Byer, Spot. The whole team's here yeah. all excited about the company party and to hang out with you guys. So, Antonio Brown, we interviewed him at an EA Madden or Maxim party. One of these Super Bowl events back EA. in the day. We I, met him a bunch of times. And I just remember having a really fun conversation with him. And we saw him again in the party. And a lot of times you see someone afterwards, they ignore you. But Antonio Brown, this is before maybe one too many hits of the head, he was very kind to us. Like, hey, the radio guys, Covino Rich, get over here. And he goes, what's your team? And I go, A.B., I'm a Niners guy. He goes, why? I go, what do you mean why? He goes, I'm nice to you. And he was with Le'Veon Bell at the time, who yeah. was an up-and-coming star on the Steelers. He goes, and he was very cool. He goes, we're here having a drink talking to you. Why would you not be a Steelers fan then? Maybe he was like, do you like me? We're like, yeah. Yo, we boys. And Danny, like, I guess. There was like, one, why are you rooting for us? There Sounds was, like a radio guy trying to promote his show. Dude, <laughs> there was one minute, Danny, where for a split second, I'm like, hey, so it has a point. I'm, he's Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell are here being nice to us. Hey, why do I root for the 49ers? They're not being nice to me right now. Well, it made us think. But I'm just trying to not only name drop and that was you nice. know, show off drop. a little bit. Yeah, way to go. How we were, you know, schmoozing and boozing with the big stars. I'm trying to tell you the type of guy he was. He was so personable, full of life, great smile. Like, Something man, he happened. Was the guy. Something happened along the way. Yeah. And he's in the news again today for a stupid tweet he posted. This is what he tweeted. 
Well, do you want me to read the the latest tweet or that tweet? Because what? Uh, start with the uh, the one with the swearing in it. You're gonna have to edit yourself. Well, so. well, hold on. I, I got it. There's been a couple new ones, Danny, wow. recently. Like uh, he's had a roll. To quote AB on his Twitter, this at, is like VJ tweeting at, at you guys yesterday at AB84. One thing we don't save is hoes and money. Uh, that's his latest tweet. Uh, if you go back, a hold few on. More, I want to think about that. Maybe there's some truth to that. Oh, one thing we don't, don't save. save. Okay. Okay. Uh, he tweeted one day ago, Tom Brady, I'm sorry, let's go fishing with a fish emoji. Maybe he's uh, uh, thinking about it. <laughs> it's a nice guy. Maybe he's thinking he's coming to terms with the fact that he may have been a little wrong when it comes to TB12. He also tweeted, blogs keep lying on my beep, but it ain't shrinking. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that means. But if you go one more tweet or a few tweets back, Antonio Brown puts on social media. Should I retire as a Steeler or a Tampon Bay Buck F? And it garnered a lot of feedback, right? People were getting at him, and he's fighting with other people on social media, and it's kind of funny. Not a Raider, Danny G. Remember his great tenure with the Raiders? <laughs> yeah. And I'm guessing then the the tweet that followed that about Tom Brady is his way of kind of like. Uh, you Just know. kidding, Tommy. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so it, it poses the question because there's a few stories in the news this week about teams, uh, players in which teams they retire with. Now, we're going to talk about AB. We're going to throw other names out there like, well, who do you think of? Which team do you think of when you hear these players? When you say Antonio Brown, you, you got to think Steelers. There's no question. But he, like won, a, he won a Super Bowl. And that poses Tom another Brady question. Do you think of who they won with? Or who who he they was, sort of came up with. He was really good with Derek Carr in preseason, though. <laughs> and, until <laughs> yeah. until he had a helmet problem that and helmet frostbite on his toes. Yeah, until his uh, feet got frostbite. Um, I think of him as a Steeler all the way. He had so many years there. His best years were there. But you're right, Rich. He caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl from Tom touchdown. Brady. But, but then also that was the uniform. Soured that relationship. That was the uniform he was wearing though when he, I believe, he ripped his yes. jersey yeah. off and uh, yep. made a clown yeah. of himself. So right? I'm like, give me a break. How could he be identified with that? But then again, it depends on who you ask. Depends how old you are, too. A younger yeah. kid would be like, yo, he won with Tom Brady. That's the visual I have. That's what I remember. That's who he should retire as. But in my mind, he's a stealer. Now, there's a, another story, an adjacent story about you know, well, hold retiring. On, real quick, uh, Ryan, stealer, Buck, where do you where do you picture, if you, if you just picture Antonio Brown? It's got to be a stealer. Yeah, I think so too. Either that Give or prison no because prison. he's a criminal. <laughs> so prison. other, you know, uh, in handcuffs yes. uh, or stealers. Yes. Dan Byer, are you picturing stealers as well or what? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad he posed the question for all of us. Should I retire as a stealer or a tampon bay buck F? Yeah. I'm sorry, Tom Brady. Let's go fishing. Yeah, you know, I don't even know how serious <laughs> he is, but it is interesting. And we have to also remember that he's there a few years. He probably does have more of a connection than I think, and he did win there. So, yeah, I mean, it's fair to debate. But they, there was they another story. Then you wonder, though, do some of these guys, if they weren't troubled, do they still have anything left in the tank? Like, do you think Antonio Brown could play today? Like today, right now? Yeah. He'd have to have to take off those stupid boots that he's been wearing, the spikes all That's over true. him. Um, like, I heard someone say nah, the other day. he's not in game day shape. I, I heard someone say the other day. He's got the ring rust. If he wanted to, could Andrew Luck suit up again throw on the uniform and play right now. Because Andrew Luck, we forget, like, walked away way early. Yeah, I, I get all that. You said today. Today. You have to be practicing a little bit. Yeah, no, you know? I, I you have to get you. your legs under you again. Um, your timing back, all that good stuff. 
Could he have played longer? There's no question. You could say that for a bunch of people. Say that for Cam Newton. Say that for Terrell Owens. You could say that. Who else did you say? Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Um, But there's another story about Andre Dawson. The Hawk? The Hawk Andre Dawson. Is he still stuck in the Ivy at Wrigley like in that commercial? That's how you picture him, clearly. <laughs> I picture him stuck as a in cub the Ivy at Wrigley Field. A cub stuck in the Ivy. Now, when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, he was so honored to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. I mean, so deserving. Guy was hitting bombs. And on a throwback Thursday, I just associate his stats with RBI baseball on Nintendo. National League All-Stars, 49 home runs. That dude was an automatic home run in video games, <laughs> right? So, I mean, the dude had a stellar career, 500 home run club. But you think of his cubby days, most likely. At least yeah. I do. But he's in the Hall of Fame as a Montreal Expo. Now, if you go back into your Rolodex of baseball cards and imagery and highlights, you know that he was an Expo. You know that he played with the Expos. But when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, Rich, he was so honored, he never said, this is his story, that he didn't say anything about being inducted as an expo. He just was happy to be there. Years later, as a retired veteran, he says, you know, it's not right. I should be in the Hall of Fame as a cub. But there's also more to it. Well, the he, did play, don't he, exist. Did, he did play 11 years with the Montreal Expo, six with the Cubs. However, those six years with the Cubbies, yeah. five of those were all-star years. Those were monster that was, years That was guy. 32 yeah. to 37. That was his 30s, his primo Andre Dawson, late 80s, 90s. 11 Hawk. years with the Expos is a long time, but when you think of the organization, you think about the fact that they don't even exist yeah, anymore. He can't, he can't be an ambassador of the team. He can't be making money doing signings as an expo. He and can't as much, be as much it as up. I do think of him as an expo, Rich, I really do think of him. I guess I guess it's the timing of your life too, in which you saw them play. I think of him as a cub. I really do. So I see what he's saying, but I guess there's also a business side of the things where he could make more money if he was in there now as a cub. Yeah. You know who I give credit to as well. The band, the script, okay, only because they have that song "Living in the Hall of Fame," which they now use for any Hall of Fame reference ever. <laughs> you know, what I'm talking about anytime, of course, I know anytime the there's a Hall of Fame mention or a ceremony, it could be at your workplace, like someone's in the Radio Hall of Fame or base for any Hall of Fame. Living in the Hall of Fame, you know that song? <laughs> yes, I do. It's the script. Now, Danny G, when I see Andre Dawson, the Hawk, Andre Dawson, who do you think of? I think of the Cubs. I think of the Cubs, man. I, I could, it know age, could it be our age, though? It you're, could be our age. If you're 40-something, you might say Cubs. If you're a 50-something-year-old guy, you might say, nah, Canadian, hell no. If 70s. you're Canadian, you're going to say the Expos. Oh, okay, Expos, eh? I, right. I have a pitcher who played for both of your favorite teams. Who do you think of when I say Roger Clemens? That's a good one, man. Ready? I'm a Yankees fan, but that dude is a Red Sox all the way. Red Sox. That's what I think of. And he, I know he won Cy Youngs with the Blue Jays and everything else. Red Sox. Well, not on my team. I thought you were thinking Doc Gooden because if you think Doc Gooden, hey, Doc Yankees, Gooden pitched, he pitched a no hitter with the Yanks. That is true. No, but Doc Gooden's a Met. Like there's some players, no matter what, they're synonymous with that team. Andre Dawson, I think. Of Cubs. You know, you can make an argument either you way. think the famous rookie cards we collected have something to do with that, too? Because yeah. those are implanted in hey, our brains. Absolutely. But I do picture Andre Dawson as a Montreal Expo as a rookie. Okay. Now, I got I got a great one for you. 
I'm going to throw names. This will be a fun round of think of a rando athlete in any sport. Okay. And this is like that uh, word association game. Don't sure. even think about it. Just shoot, okay? Let's go. All right, by the way, I want the Fox Sports Radio Nation to play along. 877-99 on Fox. If you want to throw one out there, you want to play along. 877-99 on Fox. Danny G's on the phone. Well, or hit us up. One. At Covino and Rich. If you want to hit us up with a name and get our quick reaction, let's do it. And if you want, at Covino and Rich on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Can we say Antonio Brown's a stealer? Get him out of here. Thank you, AB, for inspiring the conversation. No, a patriot. He's a patriot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's a patriot. I'm going to go multiple sports. Let's go. Let me hit you up first with Mark McGuire. Oakland A. Bash brother, Oakland A. His biggest moment. St. Louis was every big moment. The Cardinals. That's a good one. That's why it's a great argument. Again, like Roger Clemens, his big rookie campaign and with Jose Canseco and everything, and they did win a World Series. Yeah. You know, look, they won a World Series in 89. Mark McGuire hit 49 home runs as a rookie, rated rookie. You know, I think of that Team USA card. I think of his Oakland A years. He's an Oakland athletic, but I'm sure St. Louis fans would debate that all day. It's a fair debate. You know who gets the final say, though? Them. That's why anyone debating the Andre Dawson thing, I think, is a little off the mark. Andre Dawson is saying Cubs. And again, money might be the reasoning here, but still, he thinks Cubs. He thinks it's the right thing to do. So I say Cubs. He, He says Cubs. He won a World Series as a coach. For the Cardinals in 2011. So McGuire is very much in that Cardinal culture. Big Mac land. But, A, all right, what about this one? Carmelo Anthony. You, you did, Syracuse. You're not answering quick enough. <laughs> Syracuse. I, uh, are you thinking Nick or are you thinking Denver Nugget? What popped he's in a, your head? He's a Nugget, man. He's a Nugget a all nugget, the way. Huh? Yeah, he's a Nugget with the cornrows. He's a Nugget. Like I, I just picture young Carmelo Anthony. I don't picture him as a Nick. I know how the Knicks embraced him. I remember how, we were there, you know, in New York when he came. It was a big deal, but I don't think he was ever the same Carmelo Anthony with the hype he had in Denver. I don't know. Dan Byer, what do you think? Carmelo Anthony. That's when a good I say one, Carmelo, what comes to mind? Knicks or Nuggets? Knicks. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Knicks. Okay. I, I think so, too. Same. I just think of, you know, maybe maybe I'm just going, all right, I don't know. That's a good one. I got one for you, Rich. Go ahead. I think of these traveling men in sports. Like, Kenny Lofton was all over the place, oh, and I geez. think of him on one team. Indians. Yeah, I think of him as an Indian as well. Kenny Lofton's an Indian. That's what I say. I don't know what he would say. Um, there's always the, the story of Wade Boggs. You know, we were talking about the Andre Dawson story. There's always the story of Wade Boggs, who's clearly a Red Sox, even though he won in 96, and you picture him on the horse. Right. As a as a Yankee, which by the way, no, no, no. I picture Wade Boggs as a Tampa Bay Devil Ray. Well, that's where he is in the Hall of Fame. I know it's that that they changed it because of him, right? Because he took a little cash money or something, or what? And that story has been brought back up since because of this whole Andre Dawson thing. But you know, it's really interesting because he's a Red Sox dude. Back in the eighties, right? Every team had their superstar: Paul Molitor on the Brewers, George Brett on the Royals, Kirby Puckett on the Twins. Wade Boggs on the Red Sox because the Yankees had Don Mattingly. So even though he won in 96 and Mattingly never won, he's still a Red Sox in my opinion. Um, Again, these are all debatable, but some are more clear than others. I I got a few. Go ahead. Let's go. Ricky Henderson. That's a great one, but an easy one. 
Easy one. Ready? Yeah. Easy. Oakland A all the way. Even though you're a Yankees fan, Because he, huh? he had different stints on the A's. You know, I'm a Yankees guy. He had some big years there. But he's an Oakland athletic. And you look at his numbers, too, and you look at the breakdown. The dude stole most of his bases in Oakland. Again, like I said, he had such long history there. He's an Oakland athletic, man. I have one. Uh, Hulk Hogan, WWF or WCW? Oh, that's a damn good one. That's a great I one. I picture dude. the yellow and red, but NWO revolutionized crap. Wow. Um, I'm going WWF all day on that, though. But again, you know, that's what's interesting about it, right? Because these, these conversations and debates are generational. Like, I'll give you an example that has nothing to really do with this, but it's kind of explaining what I'm getting at. If you ask someone who LT is... We think Lawrence Taylor, and there's no debate. But you ask a younger person, they'll say Ladanian Tomlinson, and it's but like didn't, no, didn't it's your not. Girl, Kavino's girlfriend is in her thir- early 30s. Didn't she see someone doing a cooking show? What was it again? Valerie Bertinelli. Oh, Valerie Bertinelli. She's like the girl, the woman from the Cooking Network. And I'm like, no, one day at a time. Eddie Van Halen's wife, 80s, you know, cover girl, Valerie Bertinelli. No, she, she's she, like, no, the the old lady from the Food Network. <laughs> so, again, that's why these are debatable because it's generational. Okay. And that just goes to show the longevity of, of their career as well. So I got props. I got, a, I got a few rapid fire. Go ahead. Ryan, Danny, Denbar, if you want to just shout out the team. I, I love this. This is fun. If I said Jeff George. Oh, Redskin. Colts. I think Colts, too. But some would say Falcons. Yeah. Maybe? Wow. Uh, all right, ready? I got one for you, Rich. No, I got, I got one. Go. Brandon Marshall. Ooh, Bears. Broncos. I, I thought Bears, but I should have thought Broncos, but my first thought was Bears. I think, I think Broncos, too. Damn, you're, yeah. you guys are probably more accurate. All right, Vinny Testaverde. Jets. Jets. Yeah, I think wow. Jets, too. Bucks, Bucks. I thought of him in the creamsicle. In the yeah, in the no creamsicle way. Buccaneers. Yeah. That was the beginning of his whole career. Wait, so it's generational and regional. I think Testaverde because we're from the East Coast. I think the Jets. Obviously, right. I don't know. All right, I'll give you one that's very East Coast, West Coast. Mike Piazza. Oh, Dodger. Mets. Mets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a mural of him outside of Dodger Stadium for years. Uh, I mean. He had his best how production. Do you, how do you, so, how do you he, resolve he had, this? He had his so. best production as a Dodger, but hitting that home run after 9-11 sealed him as like yeah, a I think man. so. Marlon's a close third <laughs> for that week that he was there. <laughs> I, you know, I remember what you remember when you where you were during some of those big trades? I was in driver's ed, and my driver's ed teacher got all excited. I'm like, what's the matter? What's, what's, what's the matter? He's like, Mike, we just got Mike Piazza. What was that, 97, 98 or something like that? 97? I got a good one for you. Alex Rodriguez, because he had impact with the Mariners, with the Rangers. Remember that super sick contract he had? The Yankees, dude, you know what's funny about it? You look at it, he played, what, like 11 seasons or something with the Yankees. Something ridiculous. We're like, wow, I I didn't realize he played that many. Do you think of him as a Mariner or a Yankee? What do you think of Alex I picture him in the pinstripes. Wow. I think Yanks. It's so weird because I grew up loving the Yankees. And Jeter was such the Yankee guy, and that core four was such the fabric of the team. I, even as a fan, never really accepted him that much, even though he won with the Yankees. And I, I have no hate on him. I love him a lot. But I think of him as like a like a mariner. Let's uh, let's take a few phone calls. we got a lot. So we'll take some now, some after the break. But let me rapid fire two more NFL ones for you since we're in the heart of the NFL season. Kurt Warner. Rams. I think of the Rams as well. Okay. Yeah. Somebody, St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Cards. You know what I really think of, though? His Bright white chompers that he has. 
Kurt Warner's got some chompers. <laughs> we've we've interviewed Kurt Warner. He's got some teeth. I couldn't stop staring at those bad boys. All right. Um, He's on the Shannon Sharp plan. Yeah, Ooh. he is. Matt Castle. Uh, I think it's Chiefs. Patriots. Patriots. Patriots? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, Patriots. Wow, that's yeah. A tough Ryan one. Fitzpatrick. Bills come to mind. All over the place. Yeah, all over the place. Gosh. Uh, yeah, even the Jets stint. Yeah. There was a point in that offseason where like he was the only story because nothing was happening. See, that's the thing, too. You start watering down your own identity, right? Like, it's tough. Kerry Collins? Yeah. He's been Panthers. on a lot. I think uh, Giants for a minute. Kerry Collins was yeah. on the Giants. Kerry Collins. I think Raiders. I wonder if uh, like our family members could play this game with like girlfriends you had. <laughs> hey, when I say, yeah, really when I say quick. Rich, which girlfriend do you remember? Rich, this guy won a Super Bowl in one city and had a love affair with another, Charles Woodson. Uh, I think of your team, bro. Think of the Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. Let's go to Marvin in South Dakota. We'll take one call now and the rest. Mason, Mike, Eric, Greg, all hang on. Marvin, start it off. Name a guy we'll, we'll discuss. I was going with Reggie Jackson, but even more, uh, Kevin Green. I like the Reggie Jackson one. I was thinking about that because as much as I want to see Yankees and Mr. October, again, another Oakland athletic, man. Another Oakland A. I mean, he killed. He tried to kill the queen when he was an angel, though, right? An I angel. must kill the queen. He was all over the place, but he's, he's an A. He started uh, with the A's. I talked to a guy in Fresno a few months back who started the Reggie <laughs> chant in his last game in Oakland. <laughs> Well, his uncle did it, but he went yeah. to the game. It was a great that. story. I remember yeah. that. Fake news. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Dynasty the king. King. What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, the Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sound the trumpets! It's horse racing time, so saddle up for the action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code C-N-D-R. That's C-A-N-D-R. Only on the DK Horse app. <laughs> 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18-PLUS, 21-PLUS in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DKHorse.com. Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Mmm, holidays. Mm, happy holidays from Cavino and Rich. Today is our Fox Sports Radio holiday party, so right after the show, we're excited to have a drink and a little early. Watch Rich embarrass himself. It's still November. Rich, I know. No, Rich always gets real tipsy at these parties and does inappropriate things. Uh, you're the guy that once yeah. wore a mistletoe belt to a holiday Rich, party. Uh, he might do the worm. <laughs> <laughs> that was the early 2000s, right? This is before political correctness what? and everything else. But Rich that's, needs Rich needs a drink to loosen up so he can chat with people. Oh yeah, I know, I know, I know. He's so shy uh, and quiet. Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome you, back. Ryan. You have to think about how they felt about that team. Like, you'd be shocked to hear how some of these players feel. Like, for all we know, Dawson played 11 years in Montreal, but those six he played in Chicago meant so much more to him. Yeah. And he lit it up, like we said. Think about your own self. You might have worked at a job for a couple years, but it left more of an impact maybe at a place you were at for 10 years. Danny, you were saying Marcus Allen? Oddly... Loves his days as a chief more than as, as a Raider? Yeah, because famously he beefed with Al Davis and sat on the bench when he shouldn't have. And, dude, don't so we, we all we, picture oh, him yes. as a Raider high-fiving on technical ball and everything? And his reverse field 74-yard touchdown run in the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's a matter of well, what matters more, 
their opinion. They're the ones playing and putting up the numbers. Their time there or what we remember them as. I don't know. It's a great debate. But I heard another one just like that the other day, Danny G. Uh, Tyreek Hill is being interviewed, and he's like, you know, no disrespect to my days with uh, the Chiefs. We won. But I've never had more fun in my career than right now, and I never believed more in a team than this team right now. I think he's the be- he said this is the best team mm-hmm. I've ever played on. So, you know, we have these impressions and these thoughts. It's not always accurate. Yeah, there's people that it's hard to really decide. The Mark McGuire's of the world, the Roger Clemens, the A-Rods, the guys that have played for a lot of big teams and have had long careers, what do you think of them as? Yeah, but Rich, like I said, the only way we could really relate is jobs or maybe like girlfriends in our past. Like you could say, hey, they all hold a special place in our heart, but there is one that you probably liked a little more. I'll, I'll be honest. There there have been people. <laughs> right? There, there's a girl I dated for about a year and a half of my life. They all made and you she who you left, are. She left way more of an impact than someone I dated for five years. Yeah, there you go. And see? that's sort of how you look at that's it, right? That's how you got to, you know, tie it into yourself. Now, I'm getting a lot of feedback from even personal friends hitting us up. My buddy, Sean Weller. What's up, Sean? One of my softball buddies. Hey, Sean. Said, there's a few, like Jim Edmonds. Nolan Ryan, Wayne Gretzky. Like, Nolan Ryan's a great one. Our buddy Rob in San Antonio hit us up with Nolan Ryan, too, because he won a World Series with the Mets when he was young. But if you watch Nolan's documentary, yeah, he did not like his time with the Mets. Dan Byer here. Uh, Byer, are you going to say the Astros? I, I was going to say, uh, actually, the Rangers. Oh, too. wow. Okay. Um, but Jim Edmonds, more of Real Housewives of Orange County. Yeah, that's, that's you know, where like that, you, that's you know, the other team nobody thinks about. Yeah. Um, that's funny. I like that one. Um, Rob hit us up with Randy Johnson as well. He said, are you guys thinking Seattle, Arizona, Montreal? Man, that's such a good one. And uh, Yankees, hello. He was Time on, you know. Uh, now, photographer. These are all great debates. I do think of him. Again, I think where we lean a lot of times, too, is where they won or that highlight. Like, why do you think Nolan Ryan Rangers? Because you think of him whipping Ventura's ass, right? Or bleeding with the Rangers uniform on. Um, I think that has something to do with it. Why do I think Randy Johnson with the Diamondbacks? Because he won with the Diamondbacks. Yeah. What about Kurt Schilling, his teammate in Arizona? Yeah. You got Boston. You got Philadelphia. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes a moment, like the bloody sock, yeah. Yeah. sock. will, will yep. lead yep. the, the moment. narrative, right? The moment. The moment. Yeah. Um, you know what? Let's take three quick phone calls, and we'll get to Dan Byers' update. Uh, Mason in Washington State, throw out the player. Go ahead. What's up, guys? This guy's pretty tough because he's still playing, and he changes team like underwear. But James Harden, for me, is always going to be Oklahoma City Thunder. Me too. Or Rockets. I think Rockets. Rockets. But I think he played like like nine. How many seasons did he play there? It's crazy to see how many years go by, and you're like, dang, he played that many years there. He played a long time with the Rockets. So you know, I mean, it's it's such an obvious one because he's a big star. Do you have a mental image of what you think of LeBron James as? He's been with the Lakers for a minute now, but do you? Oh, will you always think the decision Miami or his roots in Cleveland Cavs. and Ohio? Always think Cavs. Yeah, I'm with Danny on that. Um, Danny, you said that not only is this a story be about AB and uh, Dawson, you said a lot of your buddies were arguing recently about Eric Allen. Yeah, because he obviously played great for the Eagles. He played for the Raiders. So there's been arguing on Twitter that I've seen about if he makes the Hall of Fame, who who gets to claim him? So these are debates that I guess are finally decided by the player, but what they think and what you as the fan think might be different. Might be completely uh, different. I'm a Mets fan. Bartolo Colon retired as a Met. You know why? He said he loved the 
almost the character they developed, like how the character he was, and how the New York right. fans embraced, like big old that chubby, home run, right? That home running Bartolo hit. Colon is a Met. All right, Eric in Texas, what's up, buddy? Yeah, yeah, I've got a uh, Pudge Rodriguez. I, I think he's a, a tiger for sure. Oh, I think a Pudge and, is a ranger. That, yeah, ti- tiger man. And then uh, how how about Matt Stafford? Matt's <laughs> that's a damn yeah. good one because he won a Super Bowl right away. With the Rams, but man, he, he played was for the Lions for so long. He was I mean, thrown for he was thrown for four hundred yards from behind every game for like a decade of his life. Mm. Jerry Rice and Ronnie Lott, both Raiders. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. No. you like that? Yeah, huh? Yeah. You like that, I, pal? I, I think no, Jerry Jerry Rice, bro. Seahawk, Seahawk. Um, right, right. <laughs> so let's go to Greg to I'm wrap with it you up. Though. Pudge is a Ranger in my mind. Uh, Greg, you're on in Arizona. What's up, man? Thanks, guys. Um, to bring this full circle. One of the best players in this position, absolutely second and not with the hairdo, Gary Carter. He will always be an expo to me. See, that's crazy because yeah, as I, I just explained to my daughter the other day, she goes, Dad, what are your lucky numbers? And I said, 16. Joe Montana was my hero, buddy, when I was a kid your age, Joe Montana. And, I'm, you know, we like the Mets, right? And she goes, yeah, Dad. I go, he, he, he passed away. But my favorite, I used to wear number eight in Little League because of Gary Carter. I think of Carter as a Met. He came from the Expos. I think of him as a Met as well. But think about it. Again, you got to tie these thoughts into your own life, right? That's like being identified with your first job. Although you had great memories there and you, you sort of came into your own there, you weren't really into your own there. Gary Carter was the man. When he was on the Mets. Yeah. I think of you two from that ESPN TV show. <laughs> it's yeah, still was, on in Spanish right now. Nobody does. <laughs> nobody, I'm glad you do. Late Danny night G. on uh, ESPN, no, the, uh, the Quattro. That, that would be saying, oh, yeah, Camino, I think of him from when he worked at K-Rock. Like, Drive, yeah, driving the van. Driving the van. It's like, that's how I feel when you say somebody's early years on those teams. Like, Pudge on the Tigers? I don't yeah. see that. But as I look at the clock, we're going to have to put my eagle bashing on hold for when 50 hits. Let's go. There's a surge. Yeah. What we going to do right here is go back. Back into time. Throwing it back for a Thursday. Old school when 50 hits. At 50 after, CNR give you the time capsule topic, and we reminisce together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we do this every Thursday. We love to reminisce. We throw it back. And we're going to be throwing some drinks back in about an hour at the holiday party. Slow down, hot shot. No, nah, no. Nah, free yeah, drinks? You big shot. Nah, I'm going to be a big shot. They're going to be drinks. out of drink tickets when nah, we get I know, there. right? Yeah, it's gonna so, be one, there's going to be one ice-cold mozzarella stick that uh, oh, Jonas Knox wait. hasn't eaten. <laughs> can't wait. So every Thursday, we throw it back old school with 50 hits on the clock when 50 hits in life. And it just so happens to be... Dude, Isaac Lohenkron's already double-dipping his chips. Probably. So, yeah, we're going to get all the leftovers. <laughs> but it just so happens to be not only our holiday party today, but two... Legends of the 80s birthdays. It's Billy Idol 68. Billy Idol! Punk rock Elvis. Who cooler than Billy Idol in the White 80s as an MTV wedding. kid? I was glued to MTV as a kid, and I thought he was like the epitome of cool. And I loved all of his stuff. Like Danny G said before the show, can you really do a rock the cradle of love in today's world? I don't know. Probably not. You know... We were talking about how Billy Idol had that cool cameo in Wedding Singer with Adam Sandler. And we debated. Do you remember at the end when someone makes a reference to the Mile High Club and some old lady's like, what's that? And Billy Idol smiles. 
Are they insinuating that Billy Idol then took her in the bathroom? Yes. He's going to show her. They insinuate that. Well, he's going to show her what it is because he's a badass. Everyone was distracted by Sandler performing. And not only is it Billy Idol's 68, it's legend Bo Jackson's 61st birthday. Let's go. Royals or White Sox? Or Raiders. Royals, man. Royals and Raiders. Picture him running up that Raiders. (laughs) Yeah, Royals and Raiders. Yeah, sorry, Dan Byer. The long touchdown up the sideline and he ran into the tunnel. Yeah. It still still haunts Byer to this day. Fifth grade. Again, Mark LeDuc was a Raiders fan. I was a Seahawks fan. (laughs) Everybody pictures him running over Brian Bosworth, that whole matchup. Is that the day where Dan Byer in disgust was like, hey, you, and he ripped down his Bosworth post? Yeah. (laughs) The the Wizard of Bosworth. Just didn't have leverage. That's all it was. It was leverage. That's all. Billy Idol Dragged him into the end zone. Bo Jackson, 61st, and we figured we'd discuss some of the greatest badasses of the 80s on a throwback Thursday old school win 50 hits. It's a decade with such an identity, right? right it's exactly. such a it's such a, a, a decade that you you picture the 80s whether you lived it or not and you're like you, you sort of you get it, right? Well, it sort of molded a lot of our attitudes and opinions on what we thought was cool. Like I said before, I'm watching MTV, I see Billy Idol dancing with himself. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you some sweat, on. sweat, sweat. You know he's dancing himself in the video. Uh, 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 oh, with his leather vest on. And I'll, I'll give you. I'm like, a, man, what a what a badass. I'll give you a badass from the '80s. I got one too. That Cavino sweats, and I just think it's so funny because here you are, a half Italian, half Mexican dude uh-huh. who leans very like East Coast Guido. Yeah. Yet you love D. Snyder. Oh, the coolest. That's like dude. Uh, like when Kavino the, met D. Snyder. He's like, coolest, D. Snyder, I love you. Coolest drag queen I ever met. <laughs> kidding me? Twisted Sister was cool as hell. Yeah. And they're from Long Island, Rich, so you I should know. love them. I like D. Snyder, but you love D. Snyder. All right. 80s badasses. I'll leave you with this one. The Dice Man. Oh. Oh. We'll take your feedback next. CNR on FSR. More next right here. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. It's Cavino and Rich, and you've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuters' comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. 
They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well... If you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. Henry Winkler's The Fonz was an 80s badass. Like yeah. he just I know he portrayed someone of the in the in the fifties, but, but he was an eighties yeah, yeah. badass to me, to me growing up. Your boy William Shatner, I saw a rerun of TJ Hooker recently. <laughs> and he chased a burglar, grabbed him by the shirt, and called him a punk. He was he was definitely an eighties uh, badass. If you're gonna bring up D Snyder and you're gonna bring up um, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, you got to bring up all these badasses. It's unbelievable. I, oh, I have one that you can't leave out of the conversation. If we're paying tribute to sports and entertainment and the badasses of the '80s, he wasn't even that good. A, a defense carried his team to a Super Bowl victory, but you can't argue the coolness of Jim McMahon. Oh, I I was waiting for something. The to sunglasses, say the he's haircut, like, he's everything the about of him. his conversation. He was he yeah, was you getting know what? fined for the what he wrote on the headband. Yeah. You know what? It's uh, but the sunglasses alone, like I'm, and the spiked haircut, like he was I'm, the I'm not guy. Comp- I'm not comparing them, but Jim McMahon yeah, and like a spiked mullet. I'm yeah, I'm I'm not going to compare their play on the field, but Jim McMahon and Joe Namath were similar in that they were cooler than they were good. Is that a fair statement? Joe Namath, I'll backpedal a little bit. He was he, he's better than Jim McMahon, obviously, but both guys that were cooler off the field than on the field. Yeah, but he his coolness, yeah, uh, made him memorable. And the Super Bowl shuffle and the sunglasses and everything else. So I thought for sure he's one of those answers. I'll give you another '80s bad boy. Would you say? Oh, I know you're. You, why do you have written down there, Kurt Rambis? Kurt Rambis. <laughs> you loved his what goggle game. His goggle game was sweet. No, um, you know we already mentioned we referenced Mike Tyson. I mean, dude, who was badder than him? He had no robe. He had no song. He didn't even have conventional boxing boots. He came out there with those low top, those low mid top, you know, unconventional black, just all black, black shorts, black boots. Sometimes a towel around his neck. Mike Tyson was the definition of 80s badass. Um, but I was thinking, again, movies. and Because, like I said, every movie had like a bully, a la Billy Zabka. 
But Judd Nelson was that guy, too. He was like an 80s bad boy, 80s badass, if you think Breakfast Club and, like I said, John Hughes movies and things like that. Uh, who else comes to mind? I got one more. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. I got one more, and then I, I always told thought, you. I always thought Matt Dillon fell into that category because I think of the Outsiders. Yeah, that's that's not a bad one. I I have one more, and then I do want to ruin the day of Philadelphia Eagles fans because I have a. Uh, I have what you were gonna, what you'd consider maybe one of their nightmare scenarios. So hang tight, Eagles fans. You're gonna hate me after this one, but I know it's wrestling and it's not real. But is it real? It's I mean. They put their bodies through the ringer. We forget in the world of great heels and villains in the 90s and 2000s and today, one of the best original heels, like a true bad guy that was sort of like such a jerk but awesome, the hot rod. Rowdy Roddy Piper oh. was such a cool bad guy in when, the 80s. When did Razor Ramon come into his own? 90s. That's 90s? Yeah, 90s. Oh, okay, because the way you were describing that. I was picturing Razor Ramon. Yeah, the bad guy. The bad guy. But, but think about it in the 80s. Hulk Hogan and Mr. T, WrestleMania. Wrestling had started to really come into its own, right? It went from nothing to a billion-dollar industry. And WrestleMania won. For Hulk Hogan to be such a good guy, you know what you needed? You needed a villain. You needed a tiny Zeus and, Lister. And there, you you know, and there was no better bad guy then the hot rod, the late great Rowdy Roddy Piper. So I, I don't think he gets enough credit. Every cartoon we grew up with had a bad guy. Gargamel? <laughs> every, <laughs> you yes. put him on the list? For every Smurf, there was a Gargamel. Yeah. You know, for every Popeye, there was a Brutus. And again, on reruns. There was always a, a bad guy. There's always a villain. Who are those 80s badasses that define your attitude that you well, grew you up know with? Who, uh, you know who lives in great meme form in the uh, 2020s now? One of your childhood heroes, Skeletor. <laughs> he's just a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah he's a bad guy. For uh, you sure. know, we'll take a couple phone calls. But I and love then, Skeletor. Uh, you know what? Because those villains were cooler than who's cooler? Tell me honestly, Skeletor or Prince Adam? <laughs> exactly. Um, so you know, you gravitated toward those those badasses in rock, those badasses in the movies, those badasses in sports, and Jim McMahon, Rich, as, as Again, if you weren't around to appreciate it, he was that guy. Yeah. How about Agassi? Does he fall into that? I would say more 90s, but yeah, Agassi was more 90s, but a badass for sure. Dan Beyer, while we do bust his chops about the Boz, he was super cool. Man. Oh, you can't, you can't yeah. deny how freaking yeah. cool he was. Dude, yeah, he revolutionized the flat top. College and in the NFL for a little while. Bosworth was definitely not, cool. not. I mean, not to get all pervy, but how much tail do you think that guy got in his prime? I mean, who is? I mean, I, women loved him. I remember women loving him and guys thinking oh. it was cool. Very rare when guys all admire someone and women are equally like, sure. I love him. Sure, uh, handsome fella. I think there was a lot going around on that Oklahoma camp, you know, <laughs> campus. You ain't kidding. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's go to Joe in Washington State. What's up, Joe? Kavino and Rich. We're talking about badasses of the 80s, sports, music, entertainment. What you got, Joe? Who could forget Mr. T? Dude, great answer. Yeah, I, I, I so casually mentioned him when I mentioned Hot Rod Roddy Piper, but Mr. T was so cool. A-team, the Clubber coolest. Lang, everything. He had his own cereal. Give me a break. And the fun fact about Mr. T is that he really is a friendly dude. I... I you would think living out here in Los Angeles, yeah, we'd bump dude, in, we'd bump into more celebrities. Yeah, but yeah, he used to rock those chains and the feather earrings. I had Mr. I had Mr. Yeah. T punching bags, Mr. T toys. Mr. T was the coolest. I, man. I feel like Danny or someone else has the same story, but you don't bump into as many celebrities as you would think out here in L.A. 
But I was at Ralph's, which is the big supermarket out here, when I first moved out here. And my first celebrity sighting when I moved from New York to L.A., I'm at the deli counter getting some, like, chicken salad and some turkey breast. And I see Mr. T ordering cold cuts. And he's so kind to everyone. Oh, bless you. Have a great day, Mr. T. Mm. Like, he is so nice to everyone. And I'm like, holy crap, Mr. T is at the supermarket. Yeah, I'm also thinking about, like, every 80s movie. We're talking 80s badasses. Like, they always had like a bully. Like, like a Jake always... Ryan type? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He was the heartthrob. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, but there was like there was always like a bully, like a Chet from Weird Science kind <laughs> of guy, you know, that kind of guy. But 80s badasses. We'll take three more phone calls yeah. and move on. Uh, Joe in no, Washington. We did, we oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Let's go to guy. guy in Illinois. What up, Guy? Hey, Guy. Hey, Guy. Hey, how you doing? What up, bud? Hey, uh, dude, you were talking about 80s, uh, you bad boy, um, yeah, bullies slash villains. How about Kiefer Sutherland? You remember uh, The Lost Boys? Lost Boys. Hell Stand yeah. By me. Yeah, mm-hmm. great Stand answer. And by me, especially. Um, I would even say David in the, the Lost Boys. David and the Lost Boys was definitely uh, yeah. uh, his even, most badass role. Uh, Dave, what's up, Dave, in Florida? <laughs> hey, how you guys doing? Uh, I got to go Steven Seagal, the one when he was the cook on the ship. Under siege? Oh yeah. Yeah. I thought the coolest one was yeah. when he got out of a coma after seven years, hard to kill. He was yeah. in a coma for seven years. His body had complete atrophy, and within like two weeks, he was uh, kicking ass again and running up a hill. <laughs> and running up a hill. <laughs> it was his lines too that made him so. I'm going to take you to the bank, the blood bank, the blood bank, blood bank. What's up, Dan Byer? Have we gotten any Gastineau love? Dude, Mark Gastineau was a badass, Mark and he had the hot wife and Gastineau. his daughter. Remember the Gastineau girls? The Gastineau, that was a show. Yeah, Probably, it was. Oh, yeah. watch it, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not that far. We stick to the housewives. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but I, I mean, I do remember that. Yeah, he's such a, he was a stud. Girls. He was the 80s stud, for sure. Uh, 80s badasses. Let's take uh, one more phone call. David in Florida, you're on the Cavino and Rich show. Yeah, I got to go John claude Van Damme. You know, those dudes were the coolest when you think about it. All those action stars of the 80s were the badasses we speak of. From Terminator to Cobra or Rambo, you know, yeah. or Jean-Claude Van Damme or Seagal. That's a debate in itself. But those were all badasses of the 80s. Yeah. How, how about one that came out of nowhere because we knew him from Moonlighting? Bruce oh. Willis. Dude. You know, if you For watch, sure, uh, there, there's a great series on yeah. Netflix, guys, called The Movies That... Is it the movies that made us or the movie? Yeah, the movies that made us. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And there's one about Die Hard. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And it's such a great, quick, like 40 minute documentary. And it's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. And it's, uh, you know, people people debate that for forever. Is it a Christmas movie? It has a Christmas backdrop. It's an action movie with a Christmas backdrop. It's a Christmas movie. Why not both? It was released in July, though, FYI. Yeah, that's a fun fact. Christmas Um, in July? That's true. So. The fun fact about it is because Bruce Willis, who, by the way, is going through some rough times now, wishing him the best, and you gave it, he gave us so much joy, health issues now, Bruce Willis was so well-known as like the romantic moonlighting guy that they did not put him on the original movie poster for Die Hard because they were like, yeah, the public's never going to buy Bruce Willis as an action star, and just like that. He becomes one of the biggest action stars of our life. Much like Liam Neeson when Taken came out. Did you think Liam Neeson... Was going to be like a guy that could carry an action no, movie? No, but it was so great to see. I got one, Rich. Tie it back to sports a little bit. Um, Rick Vaughn. Come on. 
The wild the thing. The wild thing was a badass. You don't think so? <laughs> when you were a kid, you're like, oh, he's a badass. Rick Vaughn. I mean, growing up, I would see reruns of the Bad News Bears, and I always thought Kelly Leak was the greatest badass Little League player of all time. S- smoked cigarettes. He smoked cigarettes and had a moped. But, you know, <laughs> Rick Vaughn. Dude, Kelly Leak is a legend, but that's like 70s, I think. But I saw that so so many times as a kid, and I thought he was the coolest. Rick Vaughn, he, he slept with Dorn's wife. Yeah, but he was a badass. <laughs> yeah, I know. He didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know. He didn't know. Uh, again, just think of your favorite 80s movies. and Brian's Boz, Bosworth. Yeah, we said Stone him. Cold. <laughs> oh, no, you know what? Uh, that ties back to Bo Jackson. That's why we're talking about it. 80s badasses, Bo Jackson, 61 years old today, and Billy Idol, like the yeah. ultimate badass, 68 years old today yeah. and the whole Bo Jackson thing ties into our next discussion we'll stay still take I, your I, phone th- calls, I, I gotta talk some Eagles Niners we I think we covered it enough Kavina I think there, there's there are examples though of if you weren't there it's hard to accept it I think Bo Jackson if you aren't alive during his his primo years it's hard to really I feel the same way about Mike Tyson. I feel the same way about Michael Jordan. I feel the same way about Michael Jackson. All the Michaels. All the Michaels. It's like, like our, you know, our parents' generation of uh, examples of moon landing, JFK assassination. There's certain things. Unfortunately, for some young kids now, they weren't alive on 9-11, and they don't, you know, they'll never understand what that moment and day was like. And think about it. We're, we're throwing Bo Jackson on his birthday into that conversation, like, what he did, we'll never see again, and it's so hard to explain no well, matter how hard you try. Because even if you give examples, like give, uh, give me a home run hitter in baseball now. Um, now? Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. That would be like saying, hey, kids, imagine Aaron <laughs> Judge running for touchdowns in the NFL. And then think of someone running for touchdowns. Kids, imagine Derrick Henry hitting uh, yeah. 35 home runs. It just seems like, What? You know guys like Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray had options, but Bo did it in both on an elite level, which is, you know. And we never got to see the best of it, which is crazy to think of. And there's all, you know, like with every great athlete like that, there's myths and legends. Like he his his 40 time with pads was like never been beat. Like it's just explosive speed. That guy had every tool possible. He played with Jay Schrader. He never even got to play with a star quarterback in the NFL. And you know what the bummer is? Modern medicine. Modern medicine, as I love to say. Modern medicine. He would have been back in a season and a half probably. Would have allowed Bo to continue his career. That's one of the few bummers where the medical community was not ready for that hip injury because we could have had more, maybe if it was just football or just baseball, just the fact that we were so robbed of more Bo Jackson. And because he never won a championship in either, that's why it gets sort of lost. Hey, Rich, I'm surprised you didn't throw Stamos into conversation. Have somehow. mercy. Yeah, Jesse and the Rippers, badass. And he's a badass. That was my favorite band. <laughs> uh, it came back by uh, my year-end review uh, on Spotify. Yeah. I listened to Jesse and the Rippers Jesse the most. Jesse and the yeah. Rippers, Rich's number one most listened to. Yeah. Dude's a badass. All right, well, hey, let's, uh, let's turn the conversation back to a little NFL Coming up next, I want to tell Eagles fans why within 10 days, life is going to be awesome or miserable. Cowboys win tonight. Dude, let's play a little math game. Cowboys win tonight. They're 9-3. and three. If the 49ers beat the Eagles, they're favored. Even Kyle Shanahan's like, I don't know why. 
as a Niners fan, I'd like to think the Niners get a little revenga, a little re- revenge. Let's say the Niners win. That leaves the Cal- uh, that leaves the Eagles at 10 and 2. The following week, week 14. It's a primetime game. Sunday night, December 10th. Eagles at Cowboys. If the Cowboys win that game, the Eagles within two weeks would go from 10 and 1, two games better than anyone else in the league, to the five seed. Okay. That is a nightmare scenario for Eagles fans. If you lose against the Niners, which I feel pretty good about as a Niners fan, the Niners are healthy, they have extra rest. That game has so much weight. The December 10th game. More so than yeah, more so than the Niners game. The Niners win, the Eagles drop to 10 and 2 and you're like, "Big deal. They're still the best record in the league." If they then lose in Dallas? Yeah. They'd have the same record as the Cowboys I mean, and uh, Dan Byer pointed that out. Yeah, and the Cowboys, Dan Byer said that game's more important. He's right. The Cowboys would then take over first place in the NFC East, which means everyone who's been so high on Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni and this team, which rightfully so, they're 10 and 1, within a quick 2 weeks, if they have a 2 week skid, they could be the 5 seed in second place. There is so much at stake for the Eagles over the next two weeks. And my prediction, I'm sorry, Eagles fans, you've been getting lucky, but that's what happens with good teams. You're a good team. You beat the Bills in overtime. You beat the Chiefs on a dropped Valdez-Scantling pass. You beat the Cowboys earlier on, you know, a close game. There's a part of me that feels like the Eagles haven't hit a bump in the road yet. And if the bump in the road comes now, no way. Bueno. Oh boy, what bad timing. So your thoughts, Eagles fans, your thoughts, Fox Sports Radio Nation. Yeah, Eagles fans. 99 on Fox. Well, in true Eagle fan fashion, you could go tell me to F myself because that's what they would say. But Eagles fans. That's what uh, Elon Musk would say too. I'm just saying, Eagles fans, just take a look-see at the next two weeks. You could be 12-1 and one and dominate, or you could drop two games against two great teams in the Niners and Cowboys, and all of a sudden, you're the five seed saying, what just happened? And again, the big announcement today, the next three weeks are huge for the Eagles, because uh, again, they got flexed to that December 18th primetime spot, Eagles-Seahawks. And I know, Rich, because we talked before the show, we talk all day long, lucky me. <laughs> he wanted to point out the fact that it's not about putting the better game yeah, prime that's, time. That's it's a about misconception. getting rid of the Patriots-Chiefs game, which really has no bearing on the NFL. Yeah, I'm, it, it might sound like semantics. It might sound like I'm saying the same thing, but follow me. The flex schedule is not designed to promote the good game the flex schedule is designed to demote the crap game. Yeah, which doesn't so it's, really it, mean anything. Yeah, it's not like, man, this matchup looks awesome. Put that in prime time. That's not what the flex schedule is designed for. The flex schedule is designed for uh, the Jets or you know, the Patriots, some team that's under-delivered. We got to pull them out of prime time. And then the conversation becomes with the networks and the league – the league first, by the way, then the networks, which is... Then who do we flex? Who do we flex? Who do we it's, put in it's that It's never, spot? wow, this is a great matchup. This needs to be moved. So it's really not a promotion for the Eagles, 
Seahawks. This is the motion yeah, for the Patriots. You could say I'm saying it's and semantics, but I really don't think it is. I think because I think it's two different things. You're not promoting a good game. Which is a matter of how you view it. Yeah. So we're telling you the proper way to do it. I think you're right, Rich. I think a lot of people do look at it like, well, we're making room for the Eagles Seahawks. No, we're just getting rid of the Patriots Chiefs. And the Eagles Seahawks is the first game ever flexed into Monday Night Football. So to tie it back to the original point, three big weeks in a row for the Eagles coming up. Yeah, I mean, look at look at the Philadelphia Eagles just over the last few weeks. The Eagles, if you if you want to go back a couple weeks ago, they beat the Cowboys. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Bills. Three big wins. But the next three weeks, Eagles play the Niners, the Cowboys, Seahawks. It's going to be big. So think about that, Eagles fans. You got a big stretch ahead of you. And then you end on a cake schedule. If you can get past that, you know how the Eagles end the season, Danny G? Get this. This is like this is like a joke of a schedule. You get past, If the Eagles get past the bulk of their schedule, which is Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys... Seahawks. Seahawks. Throw the Seahawks, yeah. by the way, which they're fighting for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. You get past that, you're gifted. The last three weeks for the Eagles, Giants, Cardinals, Giants. That's good. <laughs> Giants, Cardinals, Giants. Man. That's great. So it's like, yo, the Eagles got to be thinking, just let's step on the gas for the next few weeks. Why, and then- why couldn't my Raiders get a schedule like that? <laughs> right? You get Kansas City twice in a few weeks. Like, well, there you go. That's that's um, what their mindset is, though. When you really think about their mindset, yeah. they're like, we just got to get past that. And then the last three games we could coast through. It's kind of like uh, our personal schedule. Monday, through Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday sucks. Yeah. So after Wednesday, we're like, just got to get past Wednesday. Yeah, no, Thursday, like, Friday's a lot easier. Extra shows, that's extra how they recordings. Feel about the season. Extra yep. things I record for SiriusXM. Don't take Tommy DeVito too lightly, though. Hey. Imagine if Tommy DeVito's the reason. I'm being serious. Hey, Boomer Sison said that he, he has the looks and skill set of an actual quarterback. He's not just some, you know, fun story to get behind. He said he's the guy. I want you to. To remember this conversation. So that way on January 7th, week 18, when the Eagles are battling the Cowboys for the division and the Niners for the one seed, I want you to remember that we said it here first. Tommy DeVito ruins the day. Tommy, Tommy Cutlets. By the way, it's official. Tom, Tommy Cutlets? Tommy Cutlets yeah, is official. I saw that. Yeah. They're rolling with Tommy Cutlets. Chicken Cutlets, The Jersey mom. boy. Uh, but again, obviously. Patent pending. Look, the Giants need something to get behind and to play for. So but that, that makes it a little more fun. Stranger things have way. happened. And Danny, how many times have we seen in the past where it's like, oh, this team needs to beat a crappy team to make the wild card. And the, the oh, team. It happens every season. Every year. There's yeah. an unassuming, like, how wild would it be? That the Eagles lose the one seed and become a wild card or something because of Tommy DeVito. So, again, maybe we shouldn't look past those two Giants games in the last three weeks. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 